0: In a world of uncertainty, one thing is sure, cancer doesn't stop during a global crisis. On Saturday, June 13th, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, that's the LLS, will host a trailblazing event, Big Virtual Climb, sponsored by AbbVie, to support their investment in groundbreaking research to advance blood cancer cures and its first-in-class patient education and services, including financial support and clinical trial navigation. Step up to take cancer down by climbing 61 floors or 1,762 steps. Inside or outside, on stairs, on the road, or on your treadmill, climb your way. Join us for an opening ceremony, then take your climb with our heart-pumping playlist. Join us on June 13th from coast to coast as we come together to climb, conquer, cure. Register at lls.org slash bigclimb. In television, there's a magic number. A number that has changed recently, it turns out. It used to be that after 100 episodes, you reached syndication. In other words, 100 was the threshold that meant your show had a large enough body of work that a TV station could buy the rights to your reruns and play them at 2 a.m. after Night Court or I Love Lucy, just before that weird infomercial that was trying to sell you like a knife made out of towels that you could use to cut your own hair. That number has changed recently. Apparently our collective attention span is short enough that 88 episodes will do the trick. This is episode 58 of Welcome to the Hit Show, which means we got to within 30 episodes of syndication, a fact that stings a little less when you realize that syndication does not exist. For podcasts, you can literally just go back and listen to our reruns anytime you want. But this is the final one. Fifty-eight times the universe conspired to make Emily Jones put up with me. Fifty-three of these intros, which have ranged from serious to full-on insane fevered dreams, and just a whole lot of swearing by Emily, and more than a handful of conversations with guests who have enlightened and entertained us. I'll still be around writing about the Rangers on The Athletic, but for now it is my privilege to say it one last time. Cue the music. Welcome, for the final time, to The Hit Show.
1: Yes, although we've come to the end of the road. Okay, I'll stop with the uh, boys to men. But yeah, it's been a it's been a good little run, Levi. Um, I'll miss our quirky conversations, although hopefully we'll be having them in person before and after baseball games. Um, yeah. That'd be a novel idea. But it has been, it's been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot from you. You've introduced some new words into my vocabulary. Um, I feel like you've you've broadened my mind into some weird and wacky shit, and I'm yes. I'm grateful for
0: it. Once a week, once we all get back to baseball, I will just write up a little monologue and just walk up to you and just start talking, and we'll we'll just make, <laughs> let that play out once in a while.
1: Uh, and hopefully, bodily injury won't occur. To right, any, right. We've
0: been doing this from the safety of <laughs> our own kidding. homes. <laughs>
1: Totally kidding. Yeah, it's I mean, it's it's sad. I'm I'm sad it's coming to an end. I've I've looked forward I look forward to these, you know, conversations about baseball and other stuff and you know, but these are the times. Um, yeah. you know, people are cutting back and understandably so, and who knows, there may be a return of the hit show at some point down the road, but right now I think hits shits are so crazy that it's really <laughs> it's really hard to tell anything at this point. So as we stand right now on the final taping of our little podcast here, um, still no baseball, still no definitive timeframe in which we might get baseball back. Um, and it just, it's, it's saddening the, the hits that the game is taking because, um, of this dispute over money. And I realize that there's, you know, it is a business, but, um, talk about the worst timing for our sport. I mean, getting ready to start the season, you play 162 games, um, you know, it's not like the other leagues where they've had money in, in their pockets, you know, NBA and NHL had 80, 85% of revenues already in their pockets. So it's easier to take these lumps Mm -hmm. and it's, it's not so easy for, for this sport. And so it makes me sad um, for sure, but hopefully, you know, it'll all get worked out and we'll be able to, to have some sort of season.
0: Yeah. I have vacillated wildly between just completely over it and which is really not my right, right? My my job is to write about baseball. I don't really have the the luxury to just be like, that's it. I'm over it. Um, I I can do that for an hour at a time, but then, you know, I have to go back and start researching something for work. Uh, And then uh, on the other hand, optimism that, you know, all of this is just, the sort of negotiations that happen we just don't always get to see them happen and we and and there will be baseball and i've kind of fallen everywhere in between those two at some point or another um but yeah i mean I, and the people that i've talked to that are casual fans a lot of them have said the same thing as far as like just sort of being grossed out by this like what we're arguing about money yeah. right now in the middle of a pandemic where so many people are affected and so many people have died even and and we're gonna quibble um because we don't i still put most of of this um i don't know blame might be a heavy word but i can't really think of a better one right now i, I still put most of the blame for this on the owners because i do I, i'm repeating myself at this point but you you build up so much equity and you increase your personal value by so much. And I know that a lot of that is tied up in the stock market. And I know that it's not like they just have a, a Scrooge McDuck vault of gold that they're trying to uh, prevent from emptying. But, but you have to be able, with some of that equity, to take a hit this year. And in not doing that and being unwilling to do that, you're harming your own value for years to come. I, I think the sport will hurt from this if they don't get this worked out and it will be a long-term loss of fans. And, and that's, I, I believe very short sighted and, and I desperately hope that they figure something out.
1: Yeah. And I, I think the one, you know, it would, you know, and I, this may seem super simplified approach, but it's like, yeah, when you look at what, you know, what these teams were worth, you know, let's say even just 10 years ago yeah, and how they've, increased in value exponentially did those that at that point in time did the owners the owners say hey guys you know what times are better than ever here's here's a bonus for you a bonus for you a bonus for you everybody gets a bonus you know or did they just pay out their contracts as they were set up and maybe there are some owners that did and you know and I'm just not aware of it Maybe, maybe that happened um But it seems like when, you know, if if you're willing to reap those benefits and see that massive growth in your organization's value, you know, like you said, you've got to be able to take a hit like this that, you know, is totally unforeseen. Um, You know, and you talk about players saving for a rainy day and being prepared for, you know, X situation that could right. take you away from the game or that could stop your income. Um, I think that applies to to all of us um, from from the very bottom to the very top.
0: Yeah, it's hard to argue with that, especially with the union having told the players. I I remember hearing about this a year or two ago, with the CBA up for renegotiation at the end of next season. So we're talking three, four years in advance agents and and the players union telling players hey listen you need to go ahead and set some money aside just in case you know hopefully everything will be fine worst case scenario then hey you've really been good with your money and you've saved up but you you need to prepare yeah i mean i think it's incumbent upon the owners to do the same so you want to kick the coffee habit but you're worried about your energy levels to avoid the morning sluggishness and that midday slump you're going to need to make sure you're hydrated Hydrant creates flavored electrolyte packets that you mix directly into your water to make hydrating your body easy and delicious. There's no synthetic colors or artificial sweeteners. The formula is vegan, and you can choose between three different flavors or a variety pack. For 25% off your first order, go to drinkhydrant.com athletic. That's drinkhydrant.com athletic for 25% off your first order. drinkhydrant.com athletic.
1: So here's a question for you. We've heard anywhere from, you know, 48 to 114 um, Uh games that could be played. 114 is pretty much out the, out the window, I think. But, you know, at what point does, I mean, you know, we talked about this. You and I had it. We're part of a a Zoom call last night for the do it for Durant foundation with just kind of a round table of a bunch of Rangers beat writers, Mm -hmm. uh, myself, GM, John Daniels, um, and a, a few fans. And, you know, at what point do you consider a championship? If let's say the Rangers were to play a forty-eight game season, run through the playoffs, and win this thing, is it is everybody you know waving their banners and you know are we celebrating it just like any other? Or do you does it take some of the the wind out of the sails?
0: Uh, you know who would not find it valid is Blue Jays fans and Astros fans. They they would be the most vocal that it doesn't count. Uh, I think Rangers fans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been without sports for so long. Uh, I think even if it is one of you. Yeah. You play the season that's set before you. Right. So I
1: I think. Yeah. And everybody's playing the same one. It's not like. Right. I mean, people talk about asterisk and are those what's the point in them and blah, blah, blah. And who should have one? Like if you look at the, the Astros from twenty seventeen. I mean you that's a completely different situation I yeah. mean, they were playing under a different set of circumstances at this point even if it is just a 48 game season it's like hey we we all started in the same place we're mm-hmm. all getting q-tips shoved up our brains until you know for every other day to make sure we're you know not covid positive and all that kind of stuff and i would contend that you know the the guys that are going to ultimately play this season are probably going to do it under conditions that, you know, very few if any have played before, and then it might even be more challenging. Get ready to play. Then you stop, restart. Right. Um, like I said, get a Q tip shoved up your brain every other day. Um, be away from your families. You know, it's just all the uncertainty, just the all that kind of stuff. Where I feel like it might be even more. And to the the strategery that's mm-hmm. involved. You know, just that that the The way that managers are going to have to approach things differently and look at things differently and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think, do I mean, do I want more than 48 games? Yes. Um, But if I get 48 games, I think it could be because it makes it so much more condensed. I think it could make it really freaking exciting. It could.
0: You know, and... and the same the, the the playoffs are still the, basically the same right like we don't really know yet they haven't announced what a playoff structure would look like but once it gets to the playoffs i mean playoffs are playoffs right like it any asterisk would just be hey you didn't play that many games you got on a hot streak and made it into the playoffs well yeah yeah the world was super freaking weird in 2020 and that's how people made it to the playoffs but once you're in the playoffs and you're still playing these series that is still Valid, I think. I mean, I I don't think there's any reason that a team should not be proud of a World Series if they win it even with a 48-game regular season.
1: Well, and, and there are so many championships, whether they be in baseball or any other sport, that have come you know, without a traditional regular season, postseason. I mean, you look at when there's been work stoppages, um, what was it? 80, was it 81, 81 work yeah. stoppage in the middle of the season? Yep. I mean, it, the Dodgers, do they, do they consider that less of a championship? Um, you know, there's been situations, I mean, across sports, um, didn't the Spurs win a, uh, shortened season championship? And I think the Heat did, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's, this has happened a lot. And I think what happens is in the moment leading up to it, you have these conversations, but at the end of the day, I hate that. Right. What is that? I hate it at the end of the day. I hate that. What is at, it called? At the,
0: at the, at the end of the day, it uh, is what it is.
1: Oh God, it's such a beat. That's such a give up. Um, <laughs> What is that called, though? It's like, is it just a phrase? What, yeah, are, isn't there a know. term for that?
0: I'm sure there is. But it
1: drives me effing nuts. I should not say at the end of the day it is what <sighs> it is. That should never come out of my mouth as a broadcaster. Um, but in conclusion, yes. <laughs> it, it just, it, there's, you'll forget about those things. It's yeah. just we're in the moment right now, I think. And I think, you know, we're looking for things to talk about and things are being magnified and we're analyzing everything and overanalyzing everything. But once you once you get down the road, I don't think anyone's going to look at it any differently. I mean, no. and i'd still I'd still fly that flag high and, I mean, be proud of it. I mean, as a fan, i yeah. I, I absolutely wouldn't think differently of it.
0: Uh, I mean, i I'm not allowed to fly flags high anymore as a journalist. I'm this is doing true. Air, I'm this doing big air quotes here. I am a very objective journalist. Um, but I, I would still love to go cover a World series. and it would be a like, can you imagine? I've thought about this like, man, what if what if I am there when the Rangers win their first World Series and I get to cover that and like what an honor that would be to be able to get to write that story and to be part of the fans experience of waking up the next day and being like, was that real and reading the story and like we did it. And I'm, ah. Um, I think it would be very unique to be like the first world series that I covered happened to be the year that the entire world was on fire and this, you know, baseball had this very unique situation. This is a once in a lifetime thing. And, and that was my, that was my unique experience. I'd be fine with that. I think that there would be a, a, a lot of value to winning in a year where everything was so weird. Yeah. I mean,
1: and I think too. I think because the players are all in the same boat, um, th- there there would be no diminishing of it. You right. know what I mean? Right. I can't imagine that any that, that the world of baseball would would poo poo somebody's championship just because of you know because that there wasn't as many games played. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think. I think. I hope. Uh, I think they're all you know logical and smart enough to realize that. If you if you clown this championship, you're it's just kind of sour grapes, you know, because if don't don't pretend like if you would have won it, that if that you wouldn't be, you know, celebrating or acting like it was a big deal or whatever, you know, Um, it'll it will be interesting to see how that unfolds. Um, And I feel like every player should be asked at the beginning of the season. If it's if it's a valid championship so we can have them all on record. Right. (laughs) Then when it happens, whoever it happens to, you can bring it back up. Uh, So I'm imploring all Major League Baseball beat writers to ask every player on the team that you cover if the championship this season is valid. Please and thank you.
0: I would love and I know this is very unlikely in any scenario, but I would love to get a World Series that is something like the Rangers versus the Pirates or like the, you know, the Brewers versus the Mariners or just some completely wildly unexpected, uh, bizarre World Series. I think that would just be such a perfect ending for the for the year of 2020. That's what I hope happens.
1: Yeah, I, well, and there's no, and there's no telling what will happen. I mean, like we talk about the 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 way that managers are going to be able to manipulate things. If you're talking about a 48 game season, and then if you are talking about a 48 game season, how is that structured? Are you just playing? I mean, are you playing on the weekends? Are you playing, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Are you resting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Um, that I'm. That's what I'm most curious to see. Mostly mm-hmm. because my OCD is going crazy trying to figure out what my schedule is going to look like, but. You know, how is that going to be structured? How are they going to come up with that schedule? Have they done that? And that can you think about how long it takes to make? And granted, 162-game season is one thing, but have they gone down that road of starting to plan for, okay, if it's 48, here's what it's going to look like? Um, or is it going to take another couple of days to say, we've got to get our ducks in a row and figure out how we're going to manage the scheduling at this thing?
0: There's so much left to... Uh to figure out.
1: Yeah, there's so so much left to figure out.
0: Well, Emily, we have reached the end of the road. I um, It occurs to me now that I wish that I had written something eloquent to finish with. Uh, I didn't. I put all my eggs in the intro basket. So um, yeah, it's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm happy that we got you on board to do all this. And uh, thank you. And it's been a lot of fun. And hopefully, we'll get a chance to do yeah. something like this in the future.
1: Yeah, thanks to you, Levi. It really has. It's been a lot of fun. I think we're we're a little bit of the odd couple in the beginning, and I think now we've we've turned into a nice little pair. Um, I feel like we we understand each other more. I feel like we've learned um, a lot about our team and our game, and um, or at least I have. So thank you for that. Um, and it's been it's been fun. I'd like to thank everyone who listened along the way, and like we said, we may not be gone forever. Um, maybe we'll be back, but of in the meantime, we will be hopefully covering baseball. Um, that's not going to go away. So you can find us. You know where to find us. Hit us up.
0: I decided to just lay out and let you squirm a little bit. Uh, but yes, I have also. I did. Learned, that was pretty awkward. A but
1: <laughs> I feel like that's the that's the best way to end it because I was just kind of rambling for a while. Um. So yeah. But who cares? Because you know what. We've reached the end of the road, for now at least. We're going what? Do you, uh, um, what do you call it? The
0: aristocrats.
1: You, what do you? What is it called? And you like burn shit up at the end of something, and you go on a wild tirade. What? Why can't uh, I think of words today?
0: I feel like maybe that's like
1: a, you know, like a blaze of glory, scorched yeah. earth. Yeah, scorched, scorched earth. earth. There you go. Okay. That wasn't exactly I scorched was
0: earth. Not not at all good. sure where you were headed with that, but.
1: I know. I'm all over the place. All right. That's gonna do it.
0: Last do we get a do we get a final later taters?
1: It show out later taters.